Oh, Jesus, William, she said, wrapping her arms around his neck. You came. She was the youngest of his three sisters, his hands-down favorite. She was lean and tall, and she had the kind of energy that made her light as air. She hugged him, freed herself, hugged him again. She had a broad face, high cheekbones, and a perfectly straight and slightly prominent nose. It was the kind of nose, their father said, that came from generations of breeding. Her eyes, though, those were the main thing about Pony. Big, hazel eyes, always alert, always taking everything in. Eyes that darted quickly and constantly. Wouldn't not. He glanced about, looking for evidence of someone else, but saw nothing. She took a step back, taking him in, grinning. Come inside. Andrew's taking a nap. She dragged him by the hand across the lawn to the porch and into the cavernous living room with its three big faded blue couches arranged around a massive stone fireplace where the last coals of a fire still burned. The baby's toys were scattered across the floor. William recognized the orange Tonka truck that had once been his, and matchbox cars, also his from childhood. Even some of the girls' dolls were in evidence. Andrew's clothes and diapers were stacked in piles on the furniture. The room held the dismal smell of baby and sour milk. "'Looks like a tornado came through,' he said. "'Voice down!' Pony pointed to a crib in the corner where the baby was sound asleep. "'I'll put my stuff upstairs,' William said in a whisper. The upstairs was like the downstairs. Pony's hairdryer lay in the sink, still plugged into the wall." Andrew's rubber toys were piled on the tub, and towels lay on the floor. William checked among the items on the vanity to see if there was a guy's razor or aftershave. He was ninety percent sure this was about a new boyfriend. But there was nothing belonging to an adult male on the whole second floor. He could hear ponies singing downstairs, an Elvis Costello tune, Allison. When he went back down, she was banging things around in the kitchen. She switched to whistling. The baby was awake now in his crib, looking blankly up at William, his face creased and moist from sleeping on his blanket. He was a cheerful little guy with very blonde hair. When he saw William, he opened his mouth and wailed. "'What should I do?' William called out. "'Nothing. He's just hungry.' Pony hoisted the baby out of the crib and went back into the kitchen, where she gave him a bottle." then blitzed around, the baby on one hip, making sandwiches with her free hand. "'So what's the deal?' William said. "'Why am I up here?' She stopped what she was doing and turned to look at him, cocking her head as if she saw something surprising in him. "'All in good time,' she said. William went to the porch. A wind was blowing up the lake from the south. Overhead, the trees rustled, and from the lake came the hollow clank of the barrels under the raft as they were lifted and dropped. A shout from next door caused William to look over at the Bell's place, partly visible through the trees. William's father still resented Dennis Bell, Dennis Pear, Jasper called him snidely, for buying the land from him eight years earlier and for the house Bell put up. 
William's father had sold only 17 feet of water frontage, which was intended to force the bells into building farther back, where the lot widened and where the house would be hidden among the trees. But Bell had put up an A-frame tight to the shore. It was a big triangle of a house with Kelly Green trim, the only one of its kind on the lake, its cedar-shake roof sloping all the way to the ground. Every spring the Bells talked to William's father about blacktopping the right-of-way they shared, and every year William's father said no. The year before, a crew of guys had shown up and paved the private section of road that forked off the right-of-way to the Bells' house. William's family had contempt for the pristine condition in which the Bells kept their driveway, as if their own eroded two-track were a cut above. Two shiny SUVs, a silver and a red, were visible through the trees. The Bell kids had daisy rifles, and William thought he saw Denny, the youngest, Dennis Fee.